Okay. Uh, welcome everyone, Bear Hugs, episode 005. I remembered. Um, I've got uh, Emma and Dave. Well, Dave's here always, but he's brought Emma along with him today. And um, we're here to talk a little bit about um, websites and marketing and stuff like that. Right? So, Emma, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello. Um, so, I'm Emma. Um, Dave's other half in business and partner in crime for Big Bear Creative and Big Bear Learning. So, Emma's the boss, basically. Yeah. I got that a long time ago, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, um, yeah, so we were talking um, a bit off camera about um, websites and stuff as a starting point, like... Like for me, personally, like three years ago, when I had like zero budget and I'd taken on the iron shop, it was what just wasn't an option to outsource it. So, um, what advice? Uh, I'm okay because I I'm, I can work a computer and I'm I'm quite good with technology. But um, for someone just starting out in business, what advice would you give them if they didn't have the budget or if they didn't know what budget to set? Um, I would say there's loads of options. Um, whatever your budget you've got, if you've got basic computer skills, um, you can do your own website for a few quid a month. So you could use something like Squarespace or Wix, or there's yeah. loads available. Yeah. Um, and you can spend as much or as little as you want on your website, really. You can spend tens of thousands of pounds if you want an all singing, all dancing, you know, flash website. Mm. Or you can start out, do your own, um, for a few quid a month, and then as your business grows, then have that investment, invest in, you know, having a, you know... Like bespoke... Or, yeah, bespoke yeah. website. Well, that's like the same way. with like logos, branding and design yes. and all those things. Yeah, like. definitely, yeah. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. And, you know, I mean, I suppose... And, 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 okay, I'm challenging that on the website front. Like, would you say there's much point in having a website if you're not going to put it anywhere? Or, like, if SEO is not right? Like, a lot of time I hear, when I, when I hear people talk about SEO and stuff like that, and they always say, oh, you know, what's the point in having this nice website if it's not being put in the right places? So, like, if they created a website, I don't know, I might go to Joe Bloggs around the corner who said he can set me a website up for £3,000, um, but then if they're not setting up the SEO right and whatever else. So it just feels like a minefield for someone who doesn't know what they're talking about. And actually, it's quite scary, um, especially when you're looking at the sort of money that people are spending on this stuff. Like, I don't know, how can we kind of demystify that space for people getting started? So we turn, we've turned work away for these reasons, haven't we? So, so the way we work is... I'm just going to jump in. I know here, but... Go, go, go. So, um, as if you... As if you yeah. Win, yeah. So, so like, like you just said there, it's like... We always ask people, like, what are you doing? So this is where sort of design kind of comes in with your marketing, PR stuff. So yeah. what are you trying to achieve? That's the first question ever get asked, whether it's a branding, a logo, a website. What is the result you're after? And, and then kind of like work backwards from there. Okay. So it's like you're saying, it's like if you're after a website where loads of people are going to come and find it and then you know, that's how you're going to make your business, it's like you need to work out how to get people there. Yeah. And like we say, it's like if you've not thought about because if you just launch a website and it looks all nice and pretty, yeah. that's great. But in six months' time, you'll be turning around going, that website's not really good, it's not doing enough. And it's like, but it's the market behind it. Yeah. So it's that bigger journey, that big strategy piece, isn't it? So it's the marketing. So I suppose, like, you know, we're working with, like, Big Bear, for instance. It's 
having that relationship around helping them develop the marketing strategy and not just we'll create your website and we'll do your awesome SEO yeah. against these keywords. Or whatever, yeah, exactly, you know. exactly. I think I think most businesses sort of come to us and say we need a website. They're not always quite sure why they need a website. No. Um, <laughs> just because they're expected to have one. You yeah. know, um, they're very quite often haven't thought about how they're actually going to promote it. Yeah. You can't just build it and they will come these days. Mm. It's not the way it goes, unfortunately. No, that's a busy space. Yeah, you've got to think about how you're going to get people to that website, whether it be through setting it up at the start with good SEO, uh, whether it be through AdWords and other kinds of you know PPC, whatever, mm-hmm. um, whether it's coming from your socials, whether you're you know giving everyone a business card and sending them to your website, whatever you, you have to think about that. Yeah. Otherwise, your website's going to just be a pretty brochure, really, that no one's ever going to see. Yeah. So, Which yeah. is fine if that's what you want. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. There is a call for that. Yeah. Like yeah. You, yeah. I mean, like photographers are great examples. Mm. So actually. It's all about the visuals. It's not necessarily about all the behind-the-scenes SEO tweaks and things like that. Although that's great. It's it's a place of portfolio of I can refer you to this. Go and check. Like Tom, for example, go and check out my work. It's on my website. Yeah. Fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. No, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's really like, and this is where it's quite interesting. When I've spoken to people in different spaces in marketing, whether it's been social media consultants, and they always bring it back, or a videographer, you know, like Tom, we always bring it back to what do you want like what are you trying to achieve yeah. and, it's, and it goes and it's the same for everything in business you know you, it's like when if people come to me and say oh, I want to start in business I say okay cool what for like, why, why do you want to do it because actually if you just want you know 60 grand a year and that's your aim or whatever then you could just be a really expensive consultant <laughs> or you know you could just be really good at what you do for you and, and work for others so yeah I, I, that resonates that completely resonates with me but there's masses around it isn't there it's like because in order to do like a and any decent designer or test like in order to do a good job you need to understand everything they're trying to do. Like you yeah. just said there, it's like unless you know, if you I don't know what you're trying to achieve, I'm just gonna give you something that looks pretty. Yeah. But don't work. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like having a Ferrari without an engine, isn't it? Yeah. It's like but actually it's understanding that actually I want a Ferrari but I want to drive really fast and it's like, alright, cool, I know what I need to do. Yeah. So it's it's quite a, I don't think people always see the the value that's behind it. And well, definitely. It's about having those goals and making sure that your goals for your website or your brand or whatever it is you're doing yeah. fit in with your business goals as yeah. well and your business strategy and so that, you know, they help you reach that goal, yeah. you know, because there's no point if you have a certain goal for your business doing a website that's just a pretty brochure site no. if it actually needs to achieve something to help you get there. Yeah. Well, you, need to, you need to realise your ROI. People always moan about ROI. Yeah. Well, what's my ROI? Well, I don't know. You tell me. Like, what, what do you want? <laughs> Is it become what do you want? Like, it's, uh, what's what's your what do you? Like, my my expectation of ROI would be different to someone else's expectation of ROI. Mm. So you know, I, I get that. Yeah, I, I think, think um, just from like so, I I always think like in this day and age, where we are now. There is no excuse for anyone to have like for a bad a bad website. No. There's no need. You know, things like Wix, although they're not things that I'm a big fan of, it's like you can go and get a website which looks good. Yeah. And works on mobile and desktop and does all these things. Mm. And it's like but a lot of people still fail that last step. And it's like so they go out there, they do the marketing, they've got the business cards, they're networking, they're hustling, they're yeah. doing all that. But they forget about the last thing because people will look at your website. Yeah. And they'll do their due diligence on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're selling luxury watches and your website looks budget, yeah. your branding's budget, and you know it, it's off, yeah. people will disconnect. 
And I think that's the sort of value, isn't there, in actually having... You know, it's great doing it yourself, but I think you can miss the mark yeah. quite easily. Especially if you're trying to portray yourself as X, Y, or Z. It's like it's, everything you do should reflect what yeah. your brand and what you... you, you from a, and from a sales point of view, that makes complete sense. And actually, to, to bring that insight on the business side, from a supplier point of view, if you're selling product and you're trying to negotiate with a supplier and your website is, like you say, it's not quite... As it, as it should be or you, it's not quite as pretty as it should be or it doesn't look like it's functioning well or, you've got to show you've got to show your suppliers that if you want to broker a better deal which you should always be trying to do of mm-hmm. course um, you need to be saying look this is what I'm going to do to sell this stuff therefore I'm going to need more from you and therefore I'm going to want extra I don't know 2% on that deal mm-hmm. or whatever so actually it, it fits in everything um, no, I completely agree. So on on that then, so there are loads of people out there that offer like, oh, I can do your website, whatever. What that scares me. Like I've seen, I've seen there are a few local businesses around that. I don't think they're I don't think they're being malicious. I think they're just ambitious, yeah. which is fine. Um, not trained, probably. You know, mm. I know you, how much time you guys spend on self development and, and like Udemy courses and stuff like that. Massive value. Um, what can what the business owners that aren't you know aren't as clued up as we are if you like what can they what can they look out for in, in the design is there certain questions they should ask of a website designer that would make them validate that they're the right people for them um, yeah probably that. I, yeah <laughs> I mean the, the big one for anything it's like what's your track record mm. and it's like and, and I, I guess there's two things it's like if you've got a limited budget and you've got only X amount of money that dictates quite a lot what you will end up with, mm-hmm. right? But it's the sort of things like don't go and buy it because it's cheap. Yeah. Buy it cheap. Trust me, you'll in a year's time, two years down the line, you'll be doing it again properly anyway if your business is still going because that's we've seen it time and time again. But it's it's not buying it because it's cheap. Yeah. And oh, this guy came and talked to me, and then he's going to do this thing, and it's like don't get talked into it. Yeah. And when we all say of anything, it's like. Go and get quotes off, like you would in a big yeah. business purchase. Anything. Don't go for the first person. Go, you know, so if it's for a website, get a few quotes in, talk to a few people. Oh, have you done a website like this before? Trust me, most of them won't have done. Yeah. And it's like. Yeah, and get personal recommendations yeah, as well. Yeah, it's massive. You know, from other people who've worked with, you know, your two or three people you're looking at, yeah. and see what they like to work with, ask them lots of questions, what's their process, yeah. you know. Do they consider things like SEO and you know what your goals are, or is it just a pretty brochure site, mm. you know, so that you know what you're getting, what you're sort of agreeing to, really? Yeah. So, so I suppose the message there is is basically just making sure that you've done diligence on on your on the supplier, right? Mm. So, but massively, most, and people don't, no, and we and you see it because it's like, oh, I got this website. It's only seven hundred quid. It's like, yeah, but it's like, what? It looks nice, but yeah. what does it do? You know. But, and then you know for the fact that whoever has done that work has probably just delivered that nice website, the customer's happy, and they'll never talk to them ever again. Mm. But they've kind of, you know... It's they've left them there. I, I realised when um, working with a website designer a couple of years ago on a project, it wasn't mine, it was a, a, a client of mine, mm. and um, they didn't realise how much effort's required from their end, like mm. in terms yeah, of massive. content. You can't yeah. write the stuff. 
you know, yeah, okay, fine. There are copywriters out there that people really should engage with. A lot of people really, really should yeah. engage with them, including myself. Um, but um, I don't think people realise the impact on their time on, on a project like like a website is is big big hit. It can be. Top tip: If you are going to get a website done, to keep costs down, write all the content, get it signed off before you even approach someone. Because yeah. it's all about the content. It's like the website is just a pretty frame, yeah. and that's me kind of dumbing it down. But it is. It's like that's just what holds the content. People yeah. are there for the content. Get all your shots done. Get all your photography done. Get all your ducks in a row, and then go. I've got all this content. Make it look good. Because then you're not actually asking that company, whoever it is you're working with, to yeah. do that thinking for you. So this is what I want. I want socials on there. Yeah. Here's my content for these pages. There's my images. That's good. Now just go and build me something. Yeah, that's really good. Whereas if you don't do that, the first question you're going to get is, what's your content? Who's doing that? And then yeah. all of a sudden, a week-long project turns into an eight-week project. Cause, mm. And then costs really escalate. And so it's just like... Try and do do as much as you can. So even if you're not a techie person, you can still write for your website. Oh, of course you can. Yeah. And if you can't write for your website, hire a copywriter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell them what you want it to say, and you know there's there's stacks you can do. Yeah, no, that's, and that's, that's I suppose from a, and again bring it back to a business point of view and budget and stuff. That that must surely put me as the the client in a mm. better position from a yeah. bargaining point of view or from a. Uh, exchange point of view where I say look actually I know exactly what I want yeah. um, all I need is a I need, I need you to put it together yeah yeah you know then because you guys must you must have a conversation after you've met the client go, oh, that's going to be that's going to be a lot of work like, that's going to pull on both our time because it's going to need the branding it's going you know, to be a lot of our time where, whereas you might get a client like you say that's already lined things up and you say mm. actually Dave just put the, put the put it together or whatever yeah, yeah. But, but we do have them don't we so, and it is those the gut feeling the customers when you settle them it's like they're a bit chaotic aren't they <laughs> yeah, which is fine we're not all organised but it's just like you have to allow more time yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like the price doubles it's like oh why is it so expensive it's like well because it's going to take me three months to do yeah. that so. Yeah. so okay then so okay so I think we're quite clear on on that bit but taking back to what something you were saying Emma, before was mm. what do you want it for have you got you must have to give this advice a lot to people that don't know what they want it for. Mm-hmm. So is there any advice in terms of getting that bit developed? So, so in the, the marketing bit, I'm looking at the overall marketing strategy piece now, mm-hmm. in terms of is there a, a top tip you might have for, for someone to try and develop their strategy? Um, hmm. I don't know. I think you've got to have your business strategy in the first place, I think, yeah. haven't you? Um, if you don't know what you're looking to achieve... Mm then how are you going to know yeah. what you want for your website? No, it's just crazy. <laughs> what you want your website well, it's true, it? yeah. But people don't, you know, people people come up with, and this is the problem sometimes I find with business plans, is that it doesn't allow for that creative flex in there. You know, so when you're having that sort of conversation, it's, it's quite difficult. You, you can then, yes, I can say to you, right, I want to, I know by the end of this year, I want to sell a thousand units. Mm-hmm. You know, is that enough? Is that, is that enough information for you to then go, right, okay, cool, right, let's aim for that? Yeah, I mean, I think having an idea of who your client is, yeah. who it's got to appeal to, um, yeah. who you're talking to, so your tone of voice, yeah. um, so that people resonate with your content. There's so mm. many different sort of aspects. I, mean, um, I guess that's where all like the, actually having like your core values as well. Yes. And I know mm. we'll come to some things like, you know, what, what, what is it you do? What's unique about what you're doing? What are the values you hold dear as a business? Yeah. Because everything you do needs to reflect that. Yeah, another thing is, um, one thing I always ask 
for like branding, websites, anything for our customers is um, how do you help your customer? Because mm. at the end of the day, that's the main thing they want to know when they come to your website or they look yeah. at your mm. branded materials or whatever is what are you going to do for me? How are you going to help me? If you tell me straight away, I'll know whether that resonates with me or not. Yeah. So I think that's... Well, what problem are you resolving? Yeah, yeah I like that. Well, I think that, that was the advice we were saying as well about um, like when you meet other people for the first time and they're like, what do you do? And you're like, oh, I'm an accountant. And it's like, yeah. and like I said to you earlier, I think it's, it's like saying yeah. to someone, it's like, oh, a hammer, it's a tool. Yeah. It's like, but actually this hammer knocks in these types of nails and makes your job a lot easier. Yeah. So that's what you're selling. It's not the yeah. and sometimes the approach on that thing. You know, we we saw it freelance heroes days with Sue and her mm. approach. I love that. Um, I can't remember the exact phrases that it, it pulled out, but that was aimed at a pitching point mm. of view. Yeah, um, actually, it helps in your own head in terms of what message you're trying to get across. Mm. Knowing that, so it's not. I've always I, I've said it a hundred times. Like it's it's. Working with a business is, it, you know, it's more about who they are and and as people who they are, is is far more important than a polished brand or pitch. But having a polished brand and pitch will help you know who you are and it will give you a chance to express who you are. Right, that's the. the but it's massive. So we we did one project and it was a, a company that did food, like food spices. Yeah. So they constantly were getting rejected by Tesco's, right? Mm. We literally changed nothing but the PowerPoint template and a logo tweak, right? Yeah. Well, a new logo. Well, a new logo, yeah. yeah. But it's like, so basically we changed their logo and changed their pitch deck. Mm-hmm. None of the content changed that pitch deck. It was all exactly the same. Just the visual. But the fact that it looked the part, Tesco's like, yeah, cool, brilliant. Mm. And it's That's just like, and it was like because they wanted to know. I mean, we spoke about this yesterday. It's like yes. they wanted to know that actually you've got your ducks in a row. You've done the marketing. You've done all the mm-hmm. hard graft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then it's like I know that's going to look good on my shelf. I know that you've thought about the packaging and this, how it's going to stand. You know. And that's that's brilliant. I'm glad you you brought that up because that's so true. And I've got some experience working um, with retail, mm-hmm. and they want to know like if you want to take your product. Or, or your service to retail mm. you want to go into that space or you want to go into the big B2B they need to know they're giving you the opportunity they're not going to market it for you yeah. mm. they, they, they want to know exactly how you plan to leverage them to put your products out there um, we tried it with um, the supermarkets and mm. the, the trolley cleaning yeah, yeah. we didn't quite get there because the media hype wasn't quite what we wanted mm. it to be but we were prepared like we knew like this is how we're going to do it, yeah. and and we took complete ownership of that. Like yeah. it was like this is ours. We want it to be rolled out this way, mm-hmm. and it's very important people do that and they understand mm-hmm. that they're expected to. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right, should we wrap up and ask yeah. our yes. question that we go, what I was going to ask? Yeah. So the question we've asked of ourselves and Tom last time, we'll be asking mm-hmm. of every guest, is um, what advice have you received that stuck with you? Um. So I think. Um, I think the best advice I would say that we've had, <laughs> me and Dave, mm-hmm. um, for Big Bear Creative is um, make sure your business works for you. Yeah. So when I first started out, it was all very reactive. I didn't really have a plan. It just yeah. kind of happened and we just rolled with it um, for the first God, year and a half. Yeah. And it wasn't until then... Um, we went on a workshop, didn't we, for the day, mm-hmm. and, and it was all about what do you actually want from your business? And we were like, oh, I don't really know. You know, we've never really thought about it. I think um, 
making sure that your what you're doing in your business fits what your life goals are. So yeah. you know whatever you're planning in, with your home, your holidays, your family, whatever, and um, they all sort of align, um, and that it allows you to sort of do what you're sort of wanting to in life. I think. Well, it leads you to the happy point as well, doesn't it? Takes you to your happy. Takes you to happy. Because it is. It's like. Like it talks to some people, it's like it's all about money. And it's like, mm. Actually, it's not all about money at all. Well, Money's probably it's more of a third on the list, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's like it's first, nice. <laughs> first is like be happy. I value that over money. Yeah. Uh, secondly, it's like look after our little boy and family. Third, earn money to pay the bill. Yeah. Which is nice, which is when you're in a day job, it's the other way around. It's like money, then the other things. So you're sacrificing those other things. Yeah. Which well, is fine, yeah. but if that's your goal, if, if money's oh, yeah, your goal, it's like make it your number one thing, you know. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's really good advice, isn't it? And I think mm-hmm. that's some, it's a lot of people don't, I mean, I, I did it, I was like crazy, I went like crazy, crazy, you know what I'm like. Um, but now we've, I've kind of reeled that back. Mm-hmm. I think the time I'm spending working on and with other people's businesses. I'm having to tell them this, this exactly the same thing. Like, what do you want to achieve out of it with your life? Mm. And actually, when you marry it all up, mm. this is why I'm like so hell bent on routine, and and my calendar's insane. Um, if you you can then put your personal stuff in there as well, merge it all, mm. like merge it all, which is what you guys have done so well. Like you've built yourself this, this balance. All right, I have no doubt you've sacrificed like crazy amounts. <laughs> like, I, I no doubt. I don't even know to ask the question. Um, but you'll get there, you'll get into a point soon, I'd hope, where you're like, yeah, we've won. And that would be an amazing moment, I'm sure. Mm. Yeah, it's brilliant already, you know. I mean, we, we can fit our business around our family, which is, you know, the whole reason we did the business, really, isn't it? Yeah, so, um, it's, awesome. so it, it's it's a bit of a trial and error, and we're always changing things, um, yeah. you know. But having our own business means we can change things. You know, if something changes... Um, with what Noah needs, mm. we can change the business to fit around that, and that's brilliant. You know, that's priceless. Something you, you can, you know, I mean, really that's amazing. struggle to have being employed. Yeah. Well, you have to go through like all the processes. I mean, you can, mm. and you have to go through. You've got to get approval from like OH and then HR, and then this person's got to sign off, and then it's all, yeah. and then all in the back of your mind, you're just thinking that they're just going to try and get rid of you as a result of your request. It's yeah, like, how dare I? No, can you believe <laughs> it? You want some life balance? <laughs> I told you, you work yeah. yourself. I said to someone the other day, I was like, I was talking to my mate down the pub, and I was like, the thought of having to fill in a holiday form That's now crazy. is insane. Yeah, it's insane. Make my blood boil. You're asking for time off. It's like it's ridiculous. It's yeah. I don't know. It, to yeah. me, it's just like the fact that you're having to ask for time off is there's something majorly wrong there. Yeah. And then they tell you you can't have it. It's like what's that all about? Why are you putting yourself through that for money? It's like that. Nah, it's crazy. It's never crazy. seen your kids doing this work. Uh, it's not for me. I mean, but it's I for mean, some people. It is, and and this fine. is why I said to you earlier in this episode. I said about you know making sure that people understand that it's you can't have both. Like you've got to. Like you couldn't no. just have the dream; it's not going to happen. You've got to find the balance. It could be that actually, you could be a really like a, a consultant, or you're contracting for yeah, people. Yeah. I'm sure you guys have probably taken contracts on where we, you've actually been in that organisation for six weeks or whatever, and mm. you 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 go into their culture and you're part of their yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that could be a really good balance for someone who doesn't quite want to have their own business and set it all up. They could just run off LinkedIn. You know, they could just be a really good well, consultant. You can get sort of a three-month contract after another. And, yeah, that could be the one. Know, you've you know. got that 
bit more stability then, I suppose. Yeah. I'm yeah. always surprised more people don't do that. I, well, I'm not surprised because it's, it's leaving the safety net of the full-time yeah. employment. Yeah. But it's like, you know, if you're really highly skilled in something, it's like someone will pay you on a contract. Mm. Contract jobs are crazy. Sorry, I think it's coming. Right, guys, I've got some batteries in this camera. That's right, we'll carry, on the pod, we'll carry on with the podcast. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so on, on that, so I like this. Um, the, I think that's happening. I think mm. that's happening. I'm seeing that now. Um, it used to be leave school, find a, the best place to work for, live there for 50 years and get your gold watch at the end. Yeah, yeah. Now, and I've interviewed hundreds of people in my time, now you look at someone's CV, if they've been there for more than, if they're under 30 and they've been there for more than like two or three years, you think, oh, why are they, why yeah. are they still there? Mm. It used to be they're really loyal, and now it's like, oh, you lack ambition. So, uh, and, and now the way that we're coming out, the millennials, I hate that term, <laughs> I hate the fact that we have to label everyone, mm. but anyway, you know, the attention span is not there. They're not. They want to make that impact quickly. Mm. Uh, nothing wrong with that. I think that's cool. I think actually it's exactly that. I think short-term STCs, the, the short-term contracts, are going to be the dumb thing. And I think it's actually a really good business model to take mm. because you can, if you take on a lot of employees, which I've got now, mm-hmm. there's a lot of risk involved in that. And I think it's. A, I think it's important that you do offer it, mm. but also be flexible enough to say. You know, I'd rather work with like eight freelancers. Yeah. You know, on like a project, and you can pull people in. Pull them. That's really fun. As and when you need. Yeah. Skill, I think know. it's better. It's I, awesome. I, I think that. It's like, agile. So we think that, like, when we compare our business model to like a standard agency, it's like, so they might have like a developer, a software, a website developer in, right? Mm. Who are like good at really good at one thing, but probably never gets a chance to do it. Yeah. And it's like, so then if you go to them for work, all you're actually getting is someone who's probably not really very good at that put onto that job. Yeah. Whereas if you go somewhere or like work with a freelancer or, or contract people in, it's like, you know what, if I need someone to build an aspect of an online shop, I'll go to that guy because he's, yeah. I don't want to swear, but he's really good at it, you know. Yeah. And it's like, and you're just cherry picking those really good people for each mm. thing. This is where I think, I don't know where you, your view is, isn't it? CVs are dead. Like LinkedIn oh, and stuff I, like that. Like, ex- ex- show your skills, express what you're good at, yeah, yeah. and yeah, people cherry pick. I used to work, manage a budget of millions of pounds for. Uh, uh, I used to work as a something called a PMO, which is a project. Um, mm. So look at the whole portfolio in terms of a resourcing point of view. So I worked with the strategists in the organisation that says, right, okay, look, for this because it was IT. Um, we're going to need a, a SQL guy. We're going to need mm-hmm. a, a Wintel guy. We're going to, you know, all of the different skills, and you'd be pulling them in from contract. It was really fun because mm-hmm. you got to meet a load, load of really cool people, and they come in. You have your core team, mm-hmm. and you need that. You need because that's where you get your culture. Mm-hmm. But you can bring in the right people, and there's so much fun. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It's like pick a mix. It's uh, it's really good, and you you, know, you develop relationships off the back of that, mm-hmm. um, and that's collaboration. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I know it's a massive buzzword right now. Um, massive <laughs> collaboration. collaboration. I mean, Sorry. I stick it all over everything I've got on yeah. social media. It's so important. It's mm. and, and I think it actually inspires that. And I think that that's the way organisations are going moving forward. I think it's awesome. Yeah, definitely. I certainly think this big bear creative. We we're starting to do that as well because obviously we like you say we've got our core team. Yeah. Me and Dave yeah. in the office. Um, but then you know if we need a copywriter who can write for SEO or yeah. a copywriter who specialises in a certain thing or you know all those different skills for whatever project we're working on, you can just pick them pick yeah. them in whenever you need to. What we say, it's like 
Although there's only two of us, it's like it's probably like ten yes. or twelve yeah. because we pick people to work on little bits for us. So. Exactly, and um, you know we get marketing advice. We always put marketing sort of thought and know how into all the projects we do with how we're going to make things succeed and stuff. So we have help within that aspect. It basically helps us to compete with the bigger agencies without having to have all these mm. skills in house all the time. You can. No, possible. exactly. It's not possible. Well, I think that's like like you said, like going back to the beginning, it's like actually if you don't have those skills it's like outsource them. Yeah. And some of the skills we do have we just don't have the time so then you outsource mm. it or well, that's it. Rather than trying to be a or... jack of all trades and doing lo- lots of things okay, you know, get get people who are gonna do them really oh. well. Because it reflects Singing. on your brand, you know, and your. It's just like business. that. Episode two, go listen mm. to episode two on collaboration. That is, it's what it's all about. It's about knowing. I've built a cold like career. Star Wars, where we're doing a different. Yeah, order. you know. Now do yeah, this. Now go do episode two. <laughs> but it's true. Like collaboration is is just. I mean, I've built my entire bit my bit my portfolio on it. I I'm good at strategy. I'm I'm good at getting things started. I'm good at you know getting funding and stuff like that. I'm good at business side of things. I can't manufacture gym equipment or put a website together mm. or run a, an operation of 40 um, cleaners and, and mm. or maintenance or whatever else I've got going on. I can't do that. So uh, bringing those people in and, and finding your strengths and really, really honing on them. Because otherwise, imagine if you didn't have the people around you to, to collaborate. We're so lucky that we've got access to all these people and mm. you know, we've got Facebook and LinkedIn, all, these, all of these awesome tools that we can use and leverage. Mm. Um, otherwise, you would have to like. So imagine the training budgets you would need to have like forty years ago in an organisation. You wanted a new. Oh, we want to start doing. I don't know, like say sequel or something. Right, yeah. we have to. Who wants to do that? Right, you're going to go on like a three week training course. that's going to cost us ten it's grand. Crazy. And you're, you're going to hate it. I think that's the other like crazy. Like, there, it's like like you know having hire those things. So if you were to hire someone to build you a website, right? Mm. So if you were to hire an in-house team, so yeah. you'd need probably like a, even a basic website, so you'd need a marketing team or yeah. someone in marketing. Mm-hmm. You'd need a designer to design it for you. You'd need a developer to develop it for you. And then you'd need someone to do SEO or digital marketing, so probably another two people to run a successful business. So if you look at that, sack, stack that salary up. I mean, you're talking a few hundred thousand pounds each Easy. year to Easy. do those things. yeah. And, it's like, and like we said, like, and then like you said, oh, if it, the quote come out of like three grand, people are like, ooh, and it's like, but actually that's what, if you were to go and do this yourself, yeah. that's what you would need. And it's yeah. like, I think sometimes people massively underestimate how much it costs to run like a big business. Oh, and I said to someone the other week, I was like, they were like, oh, I want to make a hundred grand a month. That mm. was their thing. I was like, all right, so if I said to you like, to do all this stuff's going to cost you 10 a month, would you do it? They were like, oh no. No, no, 10 grand a month. I was like, and it's that whole, you know, if you want to win big, you've got to sometimes go all in, haven't you? And absolutely. But right, I think we must be there. Yeah, the absolutely. Yes. Yep. So, um, yeah, end of that one. Um, we haven't got um, a plan for what we're going to talk about in the next episode like this one, <laughs> uh, which is great. Um, but, yeah, join us next time on episode six. Bear hugs out. Thank you very much, Emma. Cool, thank you. I'm just going to point to that camera, mate. Cool. Awesome.